I am going to continue in uh, Confessions of St. Augustine, book uh, 12, because the poverty, my poverty, makes me copious in words. So, because of that, I'll continue, because of the poverty of my understanding. That way I can correct my lack of understanding and have right understanding as in uh, the teachings as Buddhism, uh, which could be the foundation basis for, for a more effective meditation. <laughs> you see, it's more effective if you could put a hardcore, very powerful foundation under it uh, <laughs> of right understanding. Uh, <laughs> be more effective. <laughs> I can see book, book 12 of Confessions of St. Augustine. New translation. Uh, 1.1 In my lowly existence my heart is perturbed when struck by the words of your Holy Scripture. How often the poverty of human understanding is copious in words because Inquiring requires more words than discovering. Requesting takes much longer than obtaining. Hmm. That's like when I put in a request to my requesting things on Amazon. Takes longer than them delivering it. <laughs> requesting takes longer than obtaining. They're so efficient and I'm not efficient. Requesting takes much longer than obtaining, and the hand that knocks toils more than the hand that receives. But as we have your promise, who can bring it to naught? If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah, that'd be interesting if I could get God to be for me and support my podcast. <laughs> God himself. <laughs> Romans 8:31 If God is for this podcast, who can be against it? Ask, quote, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it is will be opened. There's another quote to learn. Seems like you might as well just memorize Matthew. Matthew 7, 7. I would just read Matthew, because Matthew's the first book of the New Testament. Uh-huh. And it's also the best book, probably. <laughs> Matthew. Uh-huh. These are your promises and who... Oh. Get that letter I saw. Hmm. Where did I get it? Oh, this old mail. That's old mail. I have to sort my mail. That's old mail. I have to sort my stuff. Where 
software. I've had that stuff in the drawer. That's old. I've had that stuff in the drawer. I have to sort it and clean. Uh -huh. We know that one where you ask if you go up to your third eye and you knock on it. Huh? You knock on it. Go to your third eye and knock on it and it will be opened. Huh? Where is the door? Let me see. Let me see. These are your promises, and who need fear deception? One is short truth that is making the promise. You who like going to eat so much should buy me parsley and kale. You want from Mango Rico, or you say you like parsley? And kale. Yeah, yeah, I could, man. Well, parsley. Uh, um, parsley, kale. You said red beans. These things are not less than any less important than religion. Uh, don't ever think that. Okay. Uh, you are gone to 80. Okay, you could buy. Uh, una pa parigio ho and co risata risata. Oh, I gotta learn parsley and kale. Parsley and kale. So, um, and you want rojo uh, frijoles? Frijoles? Ro still no gusto? Ro rojo frijoles? I can knock on the uh, the mango rico and buy them. Ah, no, pero no los compro mango rico, no. No, okay, you buy me my terra. Mi terra. Mi terra, more convenience. Okay, go go to mi terra. Unos frijoles rojos, pero compra tres libras. No Puedes comprar tres libras. Three pounds. Of rojo rojo frijoles, they're like kidney beans. Y puedes comprar una pezuña de cerdo. Oh no, no, no me, no me gusta, no me gusta, no me gusta. I know you like that. I understand. For Laura, maybe so. For Laura, but that's just, this is a critical compromise for me to buy a pig so a pezuña de cerdo. This is a crisis in, in ethics and conscience. Uh -huh. So, we're podcasting this crisis. Uh -huh. Bye, a pig's hoof. Pig. That's the sound of my uh, knocking on the door. And uh, that's what it sounds like to make a pig's hoof.
She has a massive fact food factory here with a soup she started cooking at. It was something like, what time was it when she cooked? Four o'clock in the morning. She has, uh, that's juicing, but she's also got um, some soup made or something, and uh, and uh, chocolate, and uh, also made uh, a rafa. Uh, these uh, extremely efficient women work at 4 a.m. in the morning in the kitchen. The kitchen was actually warm in the morning. What's paso? ¿Qué paso? ¿Qué paso? Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe you pour it in there. Yeah, you can put it in there. We have to take vitamins because when you're a vegan and you're not eating a pig soft, you have to take B12. If you're a hardcore vegan, uh, we don't know if I'll be in trouble for buying a pig's hoof. This is, uh, I, this, I guess that's one thing I should confess to right here, right now. That before I even do it, I should seek forgiveness for buying a pig's hoof. What is it there? Okay. Ensalada? En la nevera. Nevera. Ensalada? Sí, de ensalada. Ah, sí, sí, nevera. Sí, oh, you made, you made, I say, I say ensalada? Mire, ya, mire. Oh, yeah, thank you. Not only did she cook the beans and make the juice and prepare to make the pigs off, but she made a salad and made chocolate and all that. ¿Quieres tomar chocolate? Uh, my chocolate got cold, probably. I'm bad and I don't drink fast enough. Yeah. Well. Yeah, like a religious mystic, like, he certainly doesn't need two or three women. The question is, do you need one even? But they actually seems like you need one quarter of a woman. That's why you could have four and totally enlightened mystics, and then you could share one woman or something. <laughs> one quarter of a woman, or how can you have one quarter of one? You'd have to have a whole one. So. In this case, she's very beautiful and efficient as well. So it's not rare to be for a beautiful woman to be also be very efficient. That's very rare. Uh, to get up at 4 a.m. and cook. Uh, that's sort of like back in the old times, when the hundreds of years ago, like in Greece, before it got hot, they would get up and cook. Uh, but now the kitchen is warm because she cooked. That's 2.2. My tongue in its lowliness acknowledges before you on high that you made heaven and earth, this heaven that I see, and this earth on which I tread, which is this.
this earth, of which I am and that you created. But where is the heaven of heavens, Lord, of which we hear in the word of the Psalms? The heaven of heavens is the Lord's. But the earth has been given to the children of men. Now, it's kind of obvious that the earth's been given to men. Has it been given specifically for men? Or Psalms 113.24 Where is that heaven that we do not see, before which all that we see here is earth? For, for this physical whole, that is not everywhere in its entirety, as received a beautiful form in its lowest parts, its utmost depths being our earth. Yet to that heaven of heavens, even the heaven of our earth is only earth. It is not absurd to call both these great bodies earth in comparison to that unknown heaven that belongs to the Lord and not to the sons of men. Uh -huh. I should stop, I guess. Who can articulate this stuff with the, with the racket around here? Who can articulate it? Huh? How can I articulate it? And who can our who can articulate this book? What is it that can shine through all the racket and noise and smits our heart without injuring it? I am terrified of all the noise. That's the beginning, that's the sound of the Big Bang. 9.11911. In this beginning, God, you made heaven and earth in your word, and your Son, and in your power, and in your wisdom, and in your truth, wondrously speaking, and wondrously making. So, who can comprehend this, and who can articulate it? What is it that shines through me? in this podcast. What is it that shines through me and smites my heart without injuring it? I am terrified and I am roused. I am terrified insofar as I am unlike it, and I am roused insofar as I am like it. It is wisdom, wisdom that shines through me, cutting through the clouds within me that have returned to cover me as they falter within the fog that envelopes me in punishment. Uh, what? Chocolati? Oh, for there? Chocolati? See, I'm usually enveloped in fog. And I have... What? Medio? 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 Medio. Oh, medio. Oh. I'm usually enveloped in fog until I do, say, repeat the five charge names. And so, fog. And for my strength is weakened through poverty, though for my strength is weakened through poverty, so that I cannot bear the good things granted me until you, Lord, who have shown mercy to all my iniquities, will heal all my weaknesses. So, until all my weaknesses are healed. Huh. Oh. Such a long period of poverty to heal my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. 
my strength is weakened through poverty and my bones are disturbed. That's like the sound of my bones are disturbed. Psalms 30:11. My strength is weakened through poverty and my bones are disturbed. Stop the podcast to avoid uh, noises is a corrupt act. So, you never do that. For you shall also redeem my life from corruption and crown me with mercy and compassion, sating my desire with good things because my youth shall be renewed like that of an eagle. One oh two three. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all he hath done for thee, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with mercy and compassion, who satisfieth thy desire with good things, that you shall be renewed like the eagles. Yeah. I need Psalms one oh two three. Renewed like the eagles, thy youth shall be renewed like the eagles. So if I read Psalms 102, 3, I'll be renewed. Uh, I could stay young by reading this book. For we are saved by hope and in patience we await your promises. Romans 8, 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he hope for? And, and But if we hope for that which we see not, we wait for it with patience. Let him who is able to hear you speaking within, I confide, can confide, I confident of your divine announcement will proclaim, quote, Wonder how wonderful are your works, Lord. You have made all things in wisdom. Psalms 103.24 How great are thy works, O Lord! Thou hast made all things in wisdom. The earth is filled with thy riches. <sighs> and this wisdom is the beginning, and in that beginning you made heaven and earth.
Why did God decide to become many from one? Why didn't he just stay as he was? Why did he do it? 10.12 Behold, those who are still filled with their old self ask us, quote, What was God doing before he made heaven and earth? If he was free of all action and doing nothing, they ask, Why did he not continue to be forever as he was before he began his works? So the people asking that question are, have their old self. Hmm. Why if they have their old selves? Do I have my old self? Do I still have my old self? In On Genesis Against the Manichaeans, Augustine presents this argument as a Manichaean disputation. The Manichaeans tend to find fault in the following way with the words, quote, In the beginning God made heaven and earth. They ask, in what beginning? And they say, if in some beginning of time God made heaven and earth, what was he doing before he made heaven and earth? And why did he suddenly decide to make what he had not previously made in an eternal time? Hmm. So if you ask the question, that's maybe uh, like asking your old self, or that's his old self with a Manichaean. People used to be things like Manichaeans. And if you don't know what a Manichaean is, you must be in your old self because you didn't study history. Okay. For if any alteration is to arise in God in the new will to create a creature that he had never created before, how can that be in a true eternity where a will arises that did not exist before? For the will of God is not a creation, but is before creation, since nothing can be created unless the will of the Creator precedes it. God's will consequently belongs to his substance, but if anything had arisen from God's substance that did not exist before, then that substance cannot be truly called eternal. If the oil of God has from eternity been that the creature should be, then why did this creature not exist in all eternity? Well, that's raising questions. Hmm. That's a good question. I suppose it's a good question. But I don't engage in abstract speculation when I could be meditating. Uh-huh. 11.13 Those who speak this way do not yet understand you. A wisdom of God, O light of minds, they do not yet understand how the things are made that are made by you and within you. They strive to understand eternity while their mind still flits between things. That change and have a past and future and still are empty. So these, those are what the college professors are doing. They strive to understand eternity while their mind still flits between things that change and have a past and future and still are empty. So they should maybe really still their mind and fill it up with the music of the spheres instead of letting it foot between things that change and have a past and future and still are empty. Those who will those who will seize and hold that mind so that it will stay still for a moment. Hmm. We're just gonna stop there. And stay still for a moment. Though who will seize and hold that mind so that it will stay still for a moment. 
so that for a moment it might grasp the splendor of never-changing eternity and compare it with the ever-changing times and see that it cannot be compared. Interesting. <laughs> if you want to grasp the splendor of never-changing eternity, then just still your mind for a moment. <laughs> wow. That's, that's an interesting point uh, to how to encounter eternity. Who will seize and hold that mind so that it will stay still for a moment, so that for a moment it might grasp uh, the splendor of never-changing eternity and compare it with the ever-changing times and see that they cannot be compared. Such a mind will see that a long stretch of time is only long insofar as it is made up of many passing motions that cannot be extended all at once. While in eternity nothing passes but the whole is present, whereas no time can be present all at once. No time can be present all at once. The whole is present. Such a mind will see that what is past is driven on by what is in the future. <laughs> and all that is in the future follows from the past, and all that is past and future is created and issues forth from that which is eternally present. Huh. Yeah, there's actually no time somehow, huh? Such a mind will see that what is past is driven by on by what is in the future, and all that is in the future follows from the past, and all that is past and future is created and issues forth from that which is eternally present. Who will seize and hold the heart of man, that it may stand still, and see that eternity without future and past stands still, and determines time with its future and past? Uh -huh. Wow. I don't know if the Zen Buddhists and all the other philosophers have been reading this enough times. Who will seize an old heart of man that may stand still and see that eternity without future and past stand still and determines time with its future and past? Maybe they should have the uh, quantum physicist read this. Does my hand or the hand of my mouth through words, have the strength to fulfill such a great task. Do I have the strength to fulfill the reading of this book? Does my hand, or the hand of my mouth, through words, the hand of my mouth, through words, have the strength to fulfill the podcasting of this book? Have the strength to fulfill such a great task? of holding with the great task is to stand still for a moment and hold my mind still in meditation actually is the great task. Uh, to stand still for a moment in meditation. Huh. I can't do it, I guess. But I don't have the strength. Huh. huh. Well, I have to pray for the strength to do it, then. Okay. Scientists are still wondering what happened before the Big Bang. Well, in Hinduism, they have these cycles and stuff. Uh, there could just be prior Big Bangs. Uh -huh.
So we'll continue and see what Augustine thinks. 12.14. This is my reply to those who ask, What did God do before he made heaven and earth? I do not answer in jest. Now, I read in jest, but he does not answer in jest. I do not answer in jest, eluding the weighty question, as it is said. Someone once did, saying, quote, He was preparing hell for those who asked too many questions. <laughs> That's funny. I don't try not to ask too many questions, so that worries me. I try to do meditation with, without asking too many questions. <laughs> Yeah, because he was preparing hell for those who asked too many questions. So, also for those people who write negative comments on this podcast. Uh -huh. I do not answer in jest, though I'm answering in jest. I do not answer in jest, eluding the heavy question, weighty question, as I, it is said, someone once did saying, he was preparing hell for those who asked too many questions. Uh -huh. It is one thing for us to make light, another to seek what is right. I think we should just seek what is right. I would not answer in this way, for I would rather say that I do not know what I do not know than make light of one who asks such a weighty question and be praised for a false response. But I say that you, our God, are the creator of every creature. And if by heaven and earth every creature is to be understood, I would boldly say, quote, Before God made heaven and earth, he made, did not make anything. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What? Uh, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he could have had have other uni multi-universes and other prior bug bangs. For if he had made anything, what would he have made if not a creature? If only I could know all the useful things I seek to know with the same certainty as I know that no creature was made before any creation was made. Yeah, I'm wondering if, uh, I'm wondering if people, are there other planets and other time periods, because how do people go through their 8.4 million reincarnations and stuff, like uh, how can you hold the capacity on one planet or one earth or one time period? Uh, I think that, I don't know, but 13.15, if a darting mind, a darting mind. I don't know, I don't see. Is your mind darting? What? I don't know. No lo sé? <laughs> You know lo say. Oh, oh, apprehendo. Uh -huh. that's, that's not a darting mind footing about. That is uh, happens to be just a juicer. Because uh, in theory, I'm not supposed to have any until 9 o'clock. If you go into intermittent fasting, you'll eat from 9 to 5. So, uh, I don't know when I'm going to drink this juice, so. <laughs> mm -hmm.
I'm somewhat afraid of afraid of asking too many questions so I don't end up in hell. If a darting mind flits through the images of past times and wonders that you, the all-potent and all-creating and all-sustaining God, the creator of heaven and earth, refrain from our countless ages from such a great world where I venture to undertake it, then let this mind awaken and realize that it is wondering, its wandering is false. That's just to remind you that the primary thing you should be eating is celery or apio. That's just a re friendly reminder. <laughs> uh, you could have carrots and cucumber. Base. Huh? Oh, you're putting uh, a lime or uh, a little lime? No out? No, uh. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's good. Muy bueno. I'm going to continue. If a darting mind flits. That's the sound of the darting mind flitting. If a darting mind flits through the images of past times and wonders that you, the all-potent, all-creating, and all-sustaining God, the creator of heaven and earth, refrain for countless ages from such a great work before you venture to undertake it, and let this mind awaken and realize that its wondering is false. All right, so it's false. For how could countless ages pass that you, the progenitor and maker of all ages, had not created? Or what times would have existed that were not made by you? How would they pass if they never were? Since you are the maker of all times, if any time existed before you made heaven and earth, how can those people say that you refrain from your works? For you would have created that time, nor could any times pass before you created them. But if before heaven and earth there was no time, why are they asking what you were doing then? For there was no then, when there was no time. Okay. It's like this is not time in the podcast. But, yeah, that's what is that? Is that that's for a tortilla? Okay. This is this is a, a supa or portilla? Sí, supa. 
so far. Pero, okay. Pero, ¿están bien de sal? ¿Están bien? ¿More salt? Oh, you can put more salt. No, no, no le comprendo. Sí. Sí, ¿qué? Sí, more salt. Yeah, más, más sal. Más sal. ¿Otro poquito? Poquito, if you use the thing. Uh, during the juicing, that was not time. Time did not exist during the, during the juicing. Huh? Maybe, más sal. Más sal? Uh, no. Yeah, okay. Okay. Sí, seguro? Sí, sí. Más sal. I don't know. I don't know how heavy your salt is. No mucho? That's enough, yeah. No mucho? Just modestness. Try to be... Try to be in the middle of the road with your salt. God. Yeah. We're dealing... Have to deal with the existence of the... Universe at the same time when we're cooking. Nothing exists but food. Really, nothing really exists or is, or is created but food. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he keeps asking what happened before the Big Bang. <laughs> God. I thought that is a question, abstract question. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how scientifically you figure that out. You only figure it out through meditation. You can't get to it scientifically by physical observation. Through quantum physics, you can't find out. You have to do meditation. That's the answer. 13.16. You do not proceed the times through time. Otherwise, you would not proceed all times. But you proceed all times, pass through the sublimity of an ever-present eternity, and surpass all things future, because they are future. And when they come, they will be past. Uh, but you remain the same, and your years will have no end. Uh, In On Genesis Against the Manichaeans, Augustine further develops his re reposte to the Manichaean disputation. The verbatim quotation from Psalms 101 28. Oh. Your years neither come nor go, whereas ours come and go, so that they will all come. Oh, tortilla, no, mean no tortilla? You mean verduras no tortilla? No. No. Just, just straight veggies, no tortilla. Okay. That is to come. That is the tortilla is to come. When you're, when you're doing, doing intermittent fasting, you it is to come in the future, not now. Your years all stand together because you stand. Your years neither come nor go, whereas ours come, and so that they will come, all come. Your years all stand together because they stand. Or are departing years driven away by coming years, since they do not pass. But our years will all be when they will no longer be. Your years are one day. <laughs> And your day is not any day but today, for your today does not seed to tomorrow, nor does it replace yesterday. Goodness, is that how God experiences time? Your years are one day. Okay. 
and your day is not any day, but today. Okay. Today is God's day. Huh? Right now. Verduras? Okay. Verduras? Just straight verduras. Just there's just straight veggies, no tortilla. Very good. I like That's good. That's bueno. Straight veggies, no tortilla. Okay. That's like what I'm eating today. What I am eating today. Not tomorrow and not yesterday. Your years are one day, and your day is not any day but today. For your today does not seed to tomorrow, nor does it replace yesterday. Your today is eternity, and it is therefore that you beget the co-eternal to whom you said, This day have I begotten you. You will have made all times, and you are before all times. Nor was there a time when time did not exist. Uh -huh. Huh. Uh, my concern is what I'm eating today. Uh -huh. That's my main concern. Huh. Psalms 2 7. The Lord hath said to me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Okay. He begot me today. God begot me today. Okay. Today is just, all we have is today. There is no yesterday and no tomorrow. <laughs> That's what you have to think in meditation, I guess. You're going to be tardy? Oh, I'm going to stop and help you then. Okay.